Don't record yet. We got to put the kids to bed. We got this. It's podcast gold right here. Yeah. We're the, we're the most exciting for sure. Uh, we'll Clayton. definitely be the most animated podcast of the episode so far. I was like, Clayton, Clayton. He wasn't answering me. And all of a sudden he comes in, he's got his big exercise ball. So I guess <laughs> he's going to exercise out in the, in the garage. I don't know. That would be some great background noise. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? What is that noise? It's Clayton with an exercise ball and five pound weights. <laughs> I'm highly confused as to where the penis begins. <laughs> is it there and we just can't see it? It's so small. That's his belly button, like here. Like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Enough Clayton's penis talk. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified I see the fucking look in your eyes Every now and then I fall apart Okay, episode 5 of the Suicidal Sunday podcast this week we have a very special episode. We have the ladies of the league. We have two ladies, Miss um, Jessica Richardson. Jessica, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a long day, but we're doing good. <laughs> uh, our next lady is Miss Hannah Breeze. Miss Hannah, how are things? They're good. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm just ready to go to bed, <laughs> but I'm going to do my best. It's going to make for some great podcasting. Right? Yeah, we're right? jiggling already. It's going to be great. It's- You're the one that wanted me to be on the podcast the week before school starts. Yeah. It's better than the first week of school. Mm. That's true. Very true. That's very true. This better this week than next week. We would have to start the podcast at like 5 p.m. Oh, yes. That is yeah. definitely, there's no tired, like the first week of school tired. Like that yeah, is yeah. falling asleep at the table during dinner. Like just, you oh, just, I, um, I mean, for, for parent, for teachers, for kids, everybody's just mm, done. Yeah. So we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, lots of different things that lots of people are going to be interested to get your opinion <laughs> on. Uh, because you have an interesting perspective as far as the league goes. And you are also, of course, a league member. And so um, we're trying to get as many different opinions based on some of the different things, the scoring changes and, and other things that, of course, we've been discussing in the group chat. But we have to start with your different perspective. Now, I'm going to ask you a couple of things, but I want you to know going into this, that your judgment is seriously questioned because both of you, for some reason that no one really understands, have chosen to marry and spend the rest of your life with a moron in this league. So we can't really trust your judgment. And I do feel that your judgment is put into question as far as picking football players based on the men that you have chosen to spend the rest of your life with. (laughs) That being said, 
<laughs> Hannah has put up with these morons for 20 years. Yes. She knows them pretty well. Um, and Jessica has known them pretty extensively now for a while. I have to six, say, six years. Six years. We're, we're all getting a little bit older. We're all, uh, we have a, a decent amount of the league that is getting to 40 or over 40. Has the maturity level gone up as we've gotten older or has it gone down? Um, Jessica, let's start with you. Oh, I was going to start with Hannah because she's she's been with it for so long. But no, you go ahead. I, you know, I I think the uh, maturity level is is pretty much staying the same, in my opinion, uh, from the time that I became board girl, the first the first uh, draft that I attended uh, till now. Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty much stayed the same. But I've only, you know. I've only been in this for five years, six years knowing everybody, but five years with the fantasy thing. So I haven't really seen the whole like, you know, poster board with the markings on it and how everybody was then. I know it, it gets pretty uh, crazy and drunk and loud and we scream a lot and argue and laugh. And so I don't know, I, I, that's, it's stayed pretty much the same over the last five years for me. So I know it's probably different for you, Hannah. What do you think? Well, I would say in everybody's personal lives, for the most part, maturity level has gone up, you know, pretty set in jobs and families and life. And so, of course, that takes some maturity. When it comes to fantasy football, the league, when we get together as friends, absolutely not. Like, nothing has changed. Um, I would say there are discrepancies in our timeline because somebody will fuck up so royally. They'll do something just unbelievably stupid. They'll drink a ridiculous amount and it hurts them so badly that they'll go on a hiatus for a while and they'll become real mature yeah. because they're, a, you know, they're just not drinking anymore. They're not partying anymore. And, um, and then kind of lording that over everybody else for a while until they're back to drinking again. Um, several people in our league have done that. I mean, I'm one of them. That was like a forced one though, because I was pregnant. And yeah, so that, was, that's, that wasn't fair. That's I not, that doesn't that. Yeah. But I say it fluctuates, you know, just depends on how badly people have partied recently. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, is the maturity level it does kind of go up and down, but as far as the height of the maturity level, we're pretty maxed out. I mean, we're not getting any fancier than we've yeah. ever been that this is, this is as good as it gets. It. Um, it is kind of crazy how most of us hold down a job and actually have careers <laughs> and, and maybe, you know, successful futures. Um, that's, that's weird. We like own homes and, and yeah. are adults, we, but we adult and stuff. It's pretty yeah. shocking, actually. Yeah, it is, isn't it? it? But you, <laughs> I if got you excited see... for a new vacuum the other day. I don't know what else is more exciting than that or more adult than that. That just made my day. <laughs> but when you see all of us on August 14th drafting fantasy football players, um, you're you're basically gonna think it's 2002. Yeah. And, and everybody's just the Everybody same kind of as they always back. Have. Yeah, we just kind of revert back to the way we were and 
and enjoy it and cut loose. And it's one of the things that I love about this league. I know that there was talk in the previous episode about zhuzhing it up a little bit, higher entry fees and fancier trophies and, and, and whatnot, but I like it the way it is. Yeah. I, I don't mind the, you know, if we decide to up the ante and, and spend a little bit more money because we all may have a little bit more expendable income than we did when we were 20. Um, however, I'm never going to vote for changing the trophy despite whatever Nick says no. that sucker is, is uh, it's iconic. You know, and the thing about it is, you know, the first time I saw it, it looked the way it did. It was broken and dirty and just look and that, that would be coveted if I, if I ever won it. And I know the same for Hannah too. Like, man, we would, that would be in every picture. We would have it in our living rooms. It would be the first thing you saw. I don't care how ugly it is. As long as it's not in your classroom, right, Hannah? Right, dude, that was a shock. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Walked in my room and I was like, oh my God. The names are. Yeah. The kids were like, what is that? I'm like, don't look. Don't, don't, don't read it. that. Don't Definitely don't touch it. <laughs> Definitely don't touch it. <laughs> so, inside there. Oh, the chlorine probably cleaned it out. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's time at the bottom of the pool did it a lot of good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, moving on, we have made some some pretty big scoring changes. So Hannah has been in the league since day one. Um, Jessica, this is your first full year, yeah. and we're excited to to get that started. Um, but this is the first time that we've had a widespread scoring alteration where we really went through every single piece. We've talked about basics and little things, but this is the first time where we've really analyzed every single line of the scoring changes. And I think that that's something that's maybe important to do every 10 or 12 years, this being the 13th um, year of the league. And so uh, I've given you the list of the scoring changes on there. Is there anything that you see that really jumps out at you that will change the way the game is played? Um, Hannah, let's start with you. Well, I really like that we've, as far as getting in the end zone, just kind of top that off equally across the board at six points. Um, no more, you know, 10 points here for um, – safeties and fumble returns and things like that. Um, I think that's going to change a lot of how people, the way people draft um, as far as. <laughs> I'm just looking at Jessica. She's like shaking her head like makes fun. I agree. So as far as like defensive teams go, defensive players, um, yes. Sorry. You, I, I'm so sorry. I can't do this. Look at it. <laughs> you can't really draft for defensive touchdowns. Um, that is difficult to do. Now you can draft big time guys, big time safeties and, and um, linebackers that more than likely will get a defensive touchdown, but it's difficult to say I'm drafting this guy because he'll get a defensive touchdown. However, it will affect the everyday scoring of defensive players. Yes. And the, and the kick returns. 
Jessica, what do you think? Um, I guess the thing that I noticed the most, I mean, I, I agree with that. I like, you know, because I've just been kind of like an observer for the last five years. You know, I've kind of watched Clayton do it and whatever. And then I finally got into the mix of it halfway through the season. And I don't think I did too bad, but um, I kind of, I agreed with a lot of the point changes. Like Clayton and I had a lot of discussions about it, you know, so I could really understand because, you know, from an observer view, it's a lot different than being in the mix of it. And so I kind of got like a trial by fire in that last, you know, half of the season, last season. I think that the, the big thing is the, the passing and the rushing. I think those two are kind of, you know, because the game has changed so much from the running game to so much of a passing game. I think those point changes are, are a really big deal. So. Okay. Good deal. Now, Jessica, you also are um, opinionated on our draft order Mm-hmm. Uh, discussion that we had so to refresh everyone's memory um the history of the league was that patrick came into m- my league that i had in stevenville and he was actually replacing the person that had won the year before the guy who had won the year before never paid his money he never did anything and his team still won and we all hated him so we kicked him out and patrick took the place and so what i did was i gave patrick that team and he drafted in the 14th spot because he took over the champions spot. Um, I think he believed that I put him at the end because he was new. And then our league started utilizing that process, which was fine. And we've done it for 12 years. I am one that I really enjoy having the last pick and being the champion. I wanted to have the last pick and the two picks in a row, but we voted to, continue doing that where we put a new person at the end of the first round jessica why do you think that's the best way to go about it um the way i thought about it was that um you know the people that played the entire season worked their asses off to get to the position that they were in and so say say somebody you know finished in a certain position where they get a better draft position and the person in front of them quit and then that person who didn't even do anything the season before just gets stuck in that better draft position than they were for not doing anything just because the person quit so that's that was kind of my judgment on it you know because like I fought tooth and nail to even get what sixth place (laughs) you know halfway through the season taken over and I think what Ryan was in 13th and so I think it would be unfair to get a new person and then get them in a better draft position order than I'm in just because they get to take over a team that the person quit. So that was kind of my reasoning behind it. Hannah, what do you think of that layout? Should um, a new person take over a, a team or should they get the 14th pick in the first round? No, I, I, I think they should just uh, get the spot. Um, whatever team that they're taking over, whatever their draft order is, that's the spot they get. But like Jessica said, I mean, people work for those positions and it will keep it a little bit more competitive moving forward. You know, you're not going to have those people that just kind of tank and leave it. And um, so that they can get that first pick the next year. They're actually going to have to, uh, to work and 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 keep going and keep it competitive 
So you're talking about our new, our new plan of reversing the draft order for ninth through 14th place, right? Yeah. To where, um, and we are very excited to be able to do that so that it will keep it competitive and that uh, the person that works really hard for ninth place will get that first pick in the draft. Um, but if we change and there's a brand new person, brand new person to the league. Like for example, we are going to have a new person to the league. And um, just as a hint, we believe it might be someone that, that folks know, but we don't know yet. Nothing is finalized. Uh, if that new person comes in, should they take over? Like, for example, they'll be taking Max's team. Should they get Max's draft spot or should they get the 14th draft spot? No, they should get Max's draft spot. Okay. And so that's not how we voted. But you agree with me. You're intelligent. I love you. <laughs> okay. This is a I different will, podcast than we've really ever had. <laughs> it is, so, I, may, I may change my mind next year because there, I, I could realize that it's something different. But this being my first year, like that was just my reasoning behind yeah. it. Like I kind of thought... I don't, I don't know. That's how. Well, and you obviously I, weren't the only one because the majority voted to keep it the way it is. Yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, that's why we vote. We want to see what people think. Um, you know, I feel one way, Hannah feels another way, and and it it it's all different. But we want to give everyone a voice and give them an opportunity to vote so that we can see. Right. Speaking of giving everyone an opportunity to discuss. Uh, we have to mention the IR spot debacle that we may have in front of us. So there's a, a slight, slight controversy in that when I posed the question on the form, I asked how many IR spots do you believe the league should have? Zero, one, two, three, or four. What I didn't ask was, should we have IR spots? Yes or no. Right. And if yes, how many should we have? We believe there's discussion and there's actually actual data to back this up that if we would have said yes or no, that yes would have passed. And at that point we could have discussed maybe having one spot. So we are going to have some discussions at the draft, but we do know that the world is ever changing and um, people are, you know, games are getting canceled in MLB and lots is happening. So Jessica, what do you think about the IR spot situation? What should we do? I think I mentioned it today in the thread too. I was, uh, we haven't had live TV in a long time, so I haven't really, we haven't watched the news. We, so for the first time in a long time, we actually, I got YouTube TV because, you know, football's coming up and I need red zone. So that's what we do. And I started watching it and I was reading all this stuff about the Delta strain and then they did the special on football, how they're going to, you know, they're trying to require some of the, or the players to get to the shot, the vaccine, and people are refusing. And then they are saying that they don't want to require. And I just see it like amping up again. And I feel like that's going to be like a spot that we need, because I feel like after watching the news, the direction that we're going, especially with hearing stuff from the restaurant, you know, we've got a whole, like a whole bunch of new uh, regulations going on at the restaurant. If our employees don't have their vaccine, they have to wear a mask. Like it is required. And if mm -hmm. you don't have your vaccine card uploaded, you know, to the website, to our Texas Roadhouse Live, 
you have to wear a mask, no questions asked. If you refuse, you, you're bye, see you later. You can't work here anymore. So I see it going up. And so that's why I kind of think that at least one IR spot would probably be a good idea. I'm not for like three or four, but one or two, I think is probably going to be necessary for this season. So, okay. Hannah, what do you think about IR spots? Should we have one, two? Um, we've had the discussion about what it, how it changes the league. Do you think, number one, the situation that we are in requires IR spots? Um, or do you think it's just something that's valuable in general in the league? I definitely think that if, if COVID wasn't an issue, that I wouldn't even consider an IR spot. Definitely not. Um, I believe I even voted for zero IR spots for this season. Um, I do see where people are concerned with the rise of cases and not as many people being vaccinated that, you know, should be. It's actually kind of shocking um, that these professional athletes are not getting vaccinated. Um, but I get it. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, people, it's, it's, it just was shocking to me. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing to not get vaccinated. I mean, people have their beliefs. They want to do with it. And, and I'm all for you doing what it is that you feel is the right thing to do. I just didn't realize um, how many athletes wouldn't get vaccinated. I don't know why I assumed that they would. Um, so I think that that definitely affects things. I would say definitely no more than one. If we were going to do an IR spot, it would definitely not be more than one. And it would be a season by season basis. Exactly. And what's I, going I on? Is there a global time. pandemic? Okay, then maybe we'll have an IR spot. Right. Um, oh, is there a global pandemic that went away and now is having a resurgence? Not went away, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, okay, so maybe we'll 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 put one in this year. Um, so I would say I I would vote again to keep it at zero spots. I just think it makes the league more competitive and that's just how we've always done it. And I like it that way. But, um, if we were to make allowances for, uh, for this season in COVID, then maybe just one. Well, and that's why we're going to, we're going to just kind of hold off because it is, uh, I don't want to call it controversial. Um, but uh, obviously we have folks that are very opinionated about it and it's very split amongst the league. And the fact that what we've learned in the past, like 16 months is that, that the world can change every single day. And so we can talk about it all we want today and vote on it. And then something might change tomorrow. Um, I can tell you that when we originally voted on this over a week ago, you know, I didn't anticipate it being an issue. And then all of a sudden tonight, the Washington Nationals game was postponed. Um, the Yankees Red Sox game was postponed last week. We've had two games in the past couple of weeks that have been postponed because of COVID. And so while I don't anticipate that being an issue in the NFL, because they did a great job last year, really mitigating things and taking care of those things. I think that um, waiting until August 14th, let's just wait two and a half weeks and then we can talk about it and let's make a, let's have a discussion and see, because we don't know what things are going to change between now and then, but we do know that um, after that point, when our rosters are set, we need to have a, an idea and a plan moving forward. Only if it got incredibly, incredibly bad, would we make a change in like the middle of the season or, you know, a few games in right. because 
at that point, it would be a struggle to really say, well, you were screwed by it week one. So now we're going to add on to it and everybody else will be fine the rest of the season. So I, I agree. It's circumstantial, but I agree with that statement as well. Yeah. So, okay. So um, moving on, moving on, we've got a couple of what I would like to call draft day superlatives. Um, <laughs> we are all familiar with the um, we're all familiar with, you know, senior year yearbook, best smile, best everything. And so I've got a couple of things to ask you and see what you think. The first one is the most likely to pass out first. Now I have a little caveat here. Yeah. I'm going to say that Brady's just easy pickings here. So (laughs) we are not allowed to pick Brady. You're not allowed to pick Brady. I mean, you know, I just, uh, that's too easy. So we'll start with you, Hannah. Knowing these morons for two decades, who do you believe is the most likely to pass out first? And now I could say pass out, but also uh, ghosting everybody by just up and disappearing. That could count as well. Well, that award, the ghosting award, hands down, no question, goes to Mr. Sean Murphy. Like, that's just, I mean, (laughs) there is no contest there. Absolutely. Most likely to ghost. Um, Hopefully he even like stays through, you know, the last round. I don't even, you know, (laughs) there may be... Play, an unprecedented ghost for the end of the draft. <laughs> uh, as far as passing out, um, I'm going to go, honestly, if I feel the way I do in a couple of weeks, you put that much alcohol in me, it's probably going to be me. I'll just call it right now. It is probably going to be me. all right jessica who do you think um i was gonna say sean as well i won't say sean i'll I'll take a second guess and say chester chester's the ghoster you know just up and we're he's he's gone we don't know where he went he's gone he's out of there um i would most likely pick uh clayton as the first to pass out that's a good one uh you know he'll start speaking in one word sentences and then he just is gone and you have to search to find him and you find (laughs) him cornered in a bed with a bowl of pasta salad (laughs) like with a spoon halfway in his mouth so um that would be that will that will be my my pick for first to pass out so Um, historical data shows us that that is very possible. Um, <laughs> I was, you know, I, I was picturing the idea of possibly Clint. Now, Clint isn't really famous for that, but I'm just picturing someone going, has anyone seen Clint? And you just see like an empty bottle of sake on the countertop. Um <laughs> But I would say Clayton is a is is has better odds if we're high up on this list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so our second superlative is the most likely to forget who they drafted. Um, this oh. can get pretty exciting, and it makes <laughs> for lots of dis- lots of fun discussions. Jessica, if you had to guess who would get so drunk that they would forget who they drafted, Patrick. who would you say? Patrick. That's- 
Patrick. Patrick likes to repeat names a lot. <laughs> That'd be my brother-in-law. That, that was, that's my experience as, as board girl the last few years. He will just call out the same name or somebody that just got called two times earlier than that. So that that's that's my pick. <laughs> All right, Hannah. I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna use our historical data for the league and go with Chris. No. <laughs> Chris is is uh has had a few moments of can anybody tell me who I drafted? Does anybody know if I have any running backs? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone Hannah, know who my who's running on backs my team? <laughs> I don't know. I, I will say those early drafts at thirty-two fifty-nine, um, specifically where like Clint was photoshopping Chris's face on Brokeback Mountain pictures, <laughs> and and those type of things, th- they were phenomenal. Um, if we had a video of that, if we could have recorded that, it, it would have just been absolute gold. So I, I think those are two excellent choices. Um, I honestly think that we are all getting to a point in our lives where, like you said, we all revert back to our 20s and, and younger once we all get together for the draft. And, uh, and you know, we can't quite handle that these days. So I wouldn't be surprised if I was the one that forgot, but it, I think it could happen to anyone. Yeah. Uh, didn't you forget and draft seven defensive players? One year? I did that once. Yeah. I think, I, I think it was more like nine defensive players. <laughs> oh, it, it was a higher number. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a ridiculous amount of It's like, Oh, this guy's still available. I got to take him. AJ Hawk. Yes. <laughs> but then you know, I didn't have a tight end or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, that one draft, I drank 29 Keystones only because Billy Paul came in and drank one and I was pissed because I was planning on drinking the whole 30 pack and he took one. Now there's somebody that would forget who he drafted. I believe he tried to draft a player one year that it was already on his team. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> if I'm remembering that correctly, I think that was Billy Paul tried to draft somebody who was already on his team. I believe I remember that as well. <laughs> okay. So uh, along the same lines, we talked about forgot who they drafted. Um, what about choosing someone who has already been drafted? Now um, we know that this happens, but we try to mock people enough so that they will, you know, not miss these things. But the most likely to draft someone who has already been drafted, and a, a second part of this question, what round do you think it will be in? How high of a draft pick are we talking here? So, Hannah, who do you think? I hate to do it to him, but I really think it's going to be Clayton. <laughs> and, like, as high as the seventh round. Yeah, I was say the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Thing. <laughs> He's gonna get those fireball shots going, and it's gonna be over. <laughs> and he doesn't have me there this year to like be like, no, babe, babe, no, babe, no, because I'm gonna be like, yeah, do do your stuff, man. Do you think? <laughs> do you want. Don't ask me for help. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, I can't, y'all. I'm, I get more excited about draft day every day we get closer <laughs> to it. It is going to be so exciting. Um, okay, so our last draft day superlative is the most likely to be too hungover Saturday to draft. I will say, so we had to miss last year's draft because of COVID quarantine. And um, the last draft we were at was in Granbury, and it was phenomenal. And one of my favorite moments of the entire weekend was sitting on the back porch Saturday morning, hung over as hell, and Clayton coming out in the lion suit, uh, <laughs> stepping out on the balcony. And it just it felt like it was 2008, and it was just the greatest feeling ever. So, Jessica, if you had to guess, who would be most likely to be too hungover Saturday morning and just be there and be absolutely miserable. It's going to take them a few beers to get in the swing of things. You want to know, to probably be honest, I'll, I'll take a Hannah here. I'm going to probably say me. Because <laughs> for some reason, Clayton can get up and just be like, wow, and he's fine. And he is going and blowing and he's good. And I cannot freaking move. So I'm going to just, I'll, I'll just take it right there and probably say it's going to take me a few to get into the, the thing so don't be worried about the first two rounds from Jessica that's all I gotta say <laughs> Hannah what do you think uh I was gonna say you <laughs> oh <laughs> me <laughs> yes you I mean because, that's not a bad pick <laughs> because we missed last year and it it was brutal it it sucked so bad it was fucking awful to do it via zoom. I hated it. Um, and John hated it. And so he's been just chomping at the bit for the draft this year. And I just think the more excited you get, um, the more you're going to overdo it Friday mm -hmm. and just be miserable on Saturday. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that is a fantastic pick for this superlative <laughs> that there is a great chance that it is me on Saturday while I used to be able to drink until the sun came up and sleep like an hour and then get up and go at it again. I can't do that anymore. So, um, but I'm going to damn sure try and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we really okay. missed you guys last year too. It, it was terrible not having you there. Soul crushing yeah. sitting here all day. It was just yeah. miserable. So, okay. So moving on. Um, we have a couple of things I wanted to talk about that we haven't brought up on the podcast yet, and that is draft day improvements. So we've been doing this for a while now. Um, we've, we've had every single one of these drafts for the past 12 years in person, everyone together. And every single year, it's an absolute shit show, but that's what makes it so great. Is there a way that we could possibly improve the draft while still maintaining some of the, you know, all of the excitement and fun. And I'll give you some examples. So most years when we draft, um, there is always moments where everybody is frustrated because Chester has been gone for 45 minutes. Um, we don't know where he is or he's standing on the back porch. Um, <laughs> Brady is off making love to a bottle of whiskey somewhere. We don't know what he's doing and we've been waiting on him for 10 minutes um, you know, Billy Paul hasn't picked anybody that doesn't go to LSU for a while. So he just kind of sits there and throws out names randomly. Is there anything that we can do that could improve the procedures of the draft or should we just let it be a shit show? 
Um, Hannah, let's start with you. What do you think? I mean, is there things that could improve it? Absolutely. Will they work? Probably not. Um, is the shit show what it is? It, it, and do we love it? Absolutely. Um, you know, we tried the time limit. I mean, we have a timer. I mean, we tried to time limit things just trying to kind of, you know, move things along. Nobody, nobody acknowledges it. They just ignore it. Um, the amount of screaming across the room, like, you know, it's your pick is insane. Um, I, you know, having each other like sit around maybe in the draft order, you know, having them sit, you know, sit yeah. in draft order is a dangerous yeah. idea. <laughs> That's one that John has thrown out. Why, why do you think it's dangerous? Um, because personally for me, I'm, I'm a little bit on the violent side. Um, I try to be really happy, but I have violent tendencies. Like I'll just like, you know, throw out a smack every now and then. It, and I don't mean it. I mean, no, I mean it. It's, yeah. <laughs> so when you are doing that internal prayer for this player that you want, you're like my next pick, this is my guy. This, I, I got to have him on my team. I'm so excited. I can't believe he's going to get back to me. I'm super excited. And the person in front of you who picks before you takes that player, the like, I don't know about everybody else, but I, <laughs> I get a little burst of rage, the violence, you know, is going to happen. and so I'll, I just feel like it would be really dangerous for those people to be next to me because usually they're across the room and I can yell like, oh, damn it. Um, I really wanted that guy, but if they're next to me, I might just like, you know, do a little smack, like, damn you. Yeah. And I just don't think people would have appreciate that. And I don't know that I have it in me to, to control that, especially after, you know, up hundred alcoholic beverages. So exactly. Well, I mean, it all depends on either side of you. You have chip drafting right before you, if we're going forward. So right. the number one pick is chip and the number three pick, you have the number two pick. The right. number three pick is Clayton here. And so, you know, maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe the two of them could use a, a little smack every now and then. And, and, and maybe we could see this as a positive. I wouldn't mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it'd be dangerous when we sat next to each other during the draft. So for other reasons. <laughs> so Jessica, what do you think? Because, you know, that is one thing that, um, and, and I put three or four ideas here of things we've talked about for years and years and years. But one thing that comes up during draft day is whose pick is it? Yeah. Well, you know, we can always just look at the board. It's not that fucking hard, but if everyone sat in order or at least in a semblance of order, you would know, Hey, I just picked now it's this guy. Um, yeah. Do you think that's dumb or, I mean, everybody just get comfortable. I think that I have, especially cause you know, I did the board, what three, four, four years, I guess I did yeah. the board. So, and every year I tried to think, cause the first year it took us, I swear to you, it took us like six hours to draft. And I thought I was going to lose my mind. And every year it's that's gotten quick. a little bit shorter and a little bit shorter and a little bit shorter. And I remember, you know, like each time I've implemented, like, you know, so-and-so's on deck and you've got two minutes starting now. And, you know, so that person knows that they need to be thinking about their player. And, you know, I, I don't think any of it makes a damn bit of difference at all. It doesn't matter. Cause I would try to be the soberest one there 
to keep everybody kind of in line. And then about eight pick, I would just give up and take like 12 shots because I, it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter that I was trying to keep everybody in order. It didn't matter that it, it wouldn't matter. It totally wouldn't matter. So four years of being board girl, I can tell you sitting in order, time limit, none of that makes a damn bit of difference. Not a thing. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that first draft or it might've been the second draft. We started at like noon or one o'clock and after the draft was done, I tried to walk to Fuzzies from 3259 and Fuzzies was closed. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, it just took forever. Um, now I'm maybe misremembering that it was like 12 years ago, but uh, I just remember they used to take six, eight, 10 hours, whatever it was. It's just kind of crazy. But one thing that I've I've seen, I'm sorry, Hannah, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say those were the pre-technology years where we were having to write the names out on the poster boards on the wall. And that just took a little longer. Um, that one year we had a, a board bitch, I guess. And uh, was it, was it Joel? Joel, maybe? Joel yeah, did and it he for wrote, a while. He wrote all the things. That draft actually went a little bit faster. Um, he had some like a set person <laughs> to write all the words well <laughs> and then one year we had these random girls that were there doing it i don't know who they were but they were writing like, on the poster like boards girls they're like uh, yeah. <laughs> were they the neighbor girls from upstairs at 3259 no because i didn't know them um oh. that i remember and they just showed up and they were writing on the, the writing all the names down but then they left and somebody else, I, I just, it's always a struggle. And I'll be completely honest. I have no idea who's running the board yet this year. We haven't even talked about that. We'll, we'll figure that out here in the, in the coming weeks. You, um, did it, you did it last year, right? From your computer. Did I? Did I thought you did it. I don't remember how we did it. You, I thought you did it. Did I? I thought yeah. we just you do it. No, what that's a terrible you? idea. Fucking <laughs> awful idea. <laughs> <laughs> One yeah, thing, Kate, Kate will be there. Maybe we can have Kate do it. Yeah. Uh, why Kate. would you do that to her? <laughs> yes. I tried, to get her, I tried to get her to be in the league. She was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so one thing that I've toyed with for many years is the idea of announcing picks. Um, having people send their picks to one person and then having one person say the pick and what that would do is it would kind of create like an event where people would hear it coming from a single person. We could play some side of, some sort of sound or something like that. Um, similar to if you've ever watched the, like if you've ever watched the NFL draft, they have the ESPN sound, the da, 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 da or whatever. And um, when you hear that, you know that the pick has been made. And so maybe if you're outside smoking a cigarette or you're standing around drinking a beer, not paying attention because you're eight picks away, when you hear that go off, maybe it would it would um, happen. But we have to pick somebody that will be reasonably sober enough that can announce picks for 10 hours or whatever it's going to take. <laughs> I think I could maybe do that, but I don't know if that would just get annoying and terrible and if it would be frivolous and crazy for everybody to like text me picks what do y'all think about that i can just imagine it now it's like hannah breeze chooses <laughs> i think it'd be fucking and awesome it's gonna be like every single time <laughs> we need a podium for that i'll tell you that <laughs> fucking clint broke our podium 
Yeah. Whatever that no- sound effect was that Clayton had on his first time on the podcast. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what we need before every single pick. Yeah, is, exactly. That is, would be so annoying. And by, if, and by round four, we're all going to murder the person that's making the noise. Round four? By like the eighth pick? We'll fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Half the league won't even have a player yet, and we will reject <laughs> that idea. <laughs> so so we will toy with some ideas um uh, i've there's never been a draft day that hasn't been the greatest day of the year for me it is just so much fun well i take that back last year fucking blue uh other than last year there hasn't been a draft day that's not just the greatest day ever so um you know no matter what we're gonna have fun we'll just we'll see if there's some ideas that we can do and a lot of it's just going to come up on draft day So the last thing that we have is really a discussion, like I said before, with your specific perspective of the league and the morons that exist inside the league. Um, In your experience, being a spouse to some of these degenerates, um, a lot of the league is bringing a spouse for the first time this year. We are going to have more. This is becoming a family event, um, which is crazy. It was never that way. And it's going to change how things go possibly. But um, I wonder if some of these folks are not really understanding what they're getting into. So Jessica, you came in early on just as a spectator. Hannah has always been there to draft, Um, but you came in as a spectator. So I'm interested to hear what you think. How do you think it's going to go with everyone bringing their spouses this year? You know, last year um, there were, and when y'all weren't there, there were more spouses, uh, uh, like uh, Chip brought uh, uh, his wife and Jennifer. Tiffany came and Mm -hmm. it was, it was a lot of fun. So I think it's going to be a lot more fun. They were really chill and you know like when the draft was going on they were just out in the sun or by the lake like hanging out like it really wasn't something that they sat and were like oh I want to be a part of this and I'm going to interrupt this or you know what I'm saying like it was really cool to have them there and then to party with them afterwards I think everybody really enjoyed themselves so um I think it's going to be I think it's fun to have more spouses there especially for us girls because we're used to being the only girls there I mean not that we don't enjoy that because we we really do like really but uh I think it's going to be fun it's going to be a lot different this year though because I'm going to have to draft against him instead of sit there and help him you know because he'll look at me and be like who have I picked like who's on my team who is this (laughs) do I have any running back can you hear him in the background yes Yes, I can hear him. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot different this year because I'm super competitive, just like Hannah. Like, it's going to be like, we're we're going to be, it's going to be on. Like, like, we're competing now. You are not, you are not my consultant. You're not my teammate. You are my competitor and, and I'm going to get you. So that's my that's that definitely that definitely makes a difference when you're competing yeah i haven't been all that competitive the last few years but i'm looking to make a comeback this year this is the year Uh, (laughs) hadn't had my whole heart into it lately but uh i'm feeling it this year i am 
Um, I think it's just going to be what they make it. Hopefully their significant other has properly prepared them for the chaos that is about to ensue. And, you know, as long as if they're interested in football and drafts and, 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 and fantasy football, and would enjoy the draft and would you know want to sit there through it, then they're going to have a great time. Exactly. And if they're not, and they force themselves to sit through that, they're going to have a terrible time. Yeah. So I would just say, you know, have clear expectations from the beginning, kind of know what, you know, like you said, um, Jennifer and Tiffany just did their own thing. They knew they didn't want to be there. So yeah. they, you know, fun in the sun while we drafted, that was a excellent choice on their yeah. part. Um, so it's just going to be what the spouses make it, like for them, it's just their own personal um, wants, needs, likes, dislikes. Agreed. But if you're going to come and then make yourself suffer, you're going to be miserable. Like don't sit, sit through that draft if that's not something that interests you. No. And then don't bitch about it. Right. Oh, definitely don't come to bitch. Don't, don't that call them not, and then, and that then don't not go it. well. You, you chose. You chose to come. You chose to be, I'm sorry. What you want to do during the draft. If you want to sit there, if you want to go outside and enjoy yourselves, there's yeah. renting a beautiful house. Enjoy yourselves and then let's right. have fun afterwards because do it'll your be thing. Soon, kind of. We promise. I know um, Nick's wife, Alyssa, is excited to come. Uh, she has been to one draft before. Um, they asked her to run the board and um, <laughs> she accepted and then promptly quit after a few rounds because <laughs> couldn't handle the yelling, like the people just yelling at her constantly, which I totally understand how annoying is that? And she didn't even barely know these people and, and left. Um, she didn't, didn't make it the whole way through. And so I, I think she's ready to, dive back in and experience it all. And now she has a clearer understanding of what, uh, happens. She asked me, is it still like that? Yes. Yes. It's still like that. Nothing has changed and nothing. And I don't think anything will change. I mean, are there ways we could have made, we could make the draft better. Absolutely. Will they work? No, we are very set in our ways. This is just how we do things. And, I personally like it that way. I think I think the better word for it is make the draft go smoother, like what John type, because it's best the way it is. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we could make it go smoother, but who wants to do that? Like it's better all just chaos. Like we love Yeah. The last thing we want is everybody sitting at a table in a horseshoe with clipboards yes. and going pick to pick to pick. <laughs> like it's not fun unless no. you're yelling at each other constantly for five hours exactly. <clears throat> that's it's just what i mean we've done this for 12 years we are experts at it now and so i i don't see any reason to change it so i'm i'm really excited about that i think um obviously i've brought my wife to every single draft <laughs> and so um I, i'm really excited about it being more of a family affair I, I think it's really good and you know we don't get to get together all the time as as often as we really would like to and so it's fun for everybody to be able to get together and, and do those things and maybe if the whole family is coming we'll, we'll make more league events where we'll all get together and, and do some things so I agree. all right well what did y'all think about your first podcast that's great Sorry, it took me so long. I'm so sorry to make it late. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for staying up with me, Hannah. <laughs> uh, it was fun. I yeah, did a terrible fun. job, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I think uh, we will definitely have to have some more Ladies of the League podcasts moving forward. Um, as the season starts, we are going to start looking at matchups. And so we'll have a couple of different things, and then we'll be going through all the matchups and, and telling everyone why their team fucking sucks. And that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, and so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that throughout the year, and, and hopefully y'all will want to be a part of that. Heck yeah, anytime. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot more fun when we have not that this wasn't fun, of course, but uh, it'll be a lot of fun once we're into the into the season and and playing, um, have a little bit more ammo to fire at people. Fire at people, yeah, mm-hmm. totally agree. But this has been great, and I well, just want to say I I want to thank everybody. Like seriously, from the first day that I came into the league, just even as a board girl, like y'all all made me feel like family like I've been here for the 20 years so thank you and I'm excited I'm excited to be a competitor this year so uh, our first ever authentic podcast moment that we've yeah. had <laughs> it was very heartfelt and uh, I mean seriously and I'm sorry to take it that direction <laughs> okay back to the smart ass stuff okay that was enough that was enough, enough heartfelt moments. <laughs> well, thank you all for being here. Um, this has been a lot of fun. I really look forward to doing this more often. Uh, we have two weeks from Saturday is the draft. Yeah. So we are gearing up. It's We are um, doing some research, looking at, at folks and figuring out who we're going to pick. Um, and so I believe, Jessica, you and I play week one. We do. So right off the bat, you get the chance. Change the name of my team appropriately. I don't know if you noticed. I have not. I'm stuck on the 2021. Um, so currently, oh, big dick players, classy. <laughs> <laughs> there classic is topic classic. Well, you know, there really is a minimum number. Like there has to be a minimum number of phallic team names every single year. Somebody's got to have a team name named after a dick. And so last year when I took, you know, I was trying to be nice. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. You know, since I took over Dr. Wyatt's team, nobody got it except for like two people. (laughs) So I yeah, have to go with something, something major this year. Even the fact that you just said Dr. Wyatt is like a totally foreign thing to me. I, <laughs> I, I just don't, still don't, can't. It's strange. Dr. Wyatt, that's that's a strange thing. <laughs> is it though, like 20 years ago, if you'd have been like in 20 years, you're going to be talking about Dr. Ryan Wyatt. You'd have been like, oh, okay, yeah, that that that, that seems okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I mean, he's still Ryan. <laughs> he's still <a> Wyatt. <laughs> he's still a Wyatt. We miss those guys. Yes, we do. I, I do like the Wyatts. I really like the Wyatts. The so. the Wyatt revolving door in the league was always phenomenal. Having having a different Wyatt every two or three years was was fantastic. But um, that revolving door may be closed for a little while. We'll we'll see. So, all right. Well, thank you all very much. Um, Thank you for everyone listening, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you, Hannah. Love you, too.
falling in love Now I'm fucking falling apart